My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to a special uh, time of Travel and Cruise Industry News podcast for this, the 15th day of September, 2023, coming to you from uh, Bedford County, Virginia. Uh, you know, this is a special time. Normally, the show is live at 11 a.m. Good morning, Mike. I'm glad to see you here bright and early. Uh, normally, is at uh, 11 a.m. Uh, today, it's at 8 a.m. Eastern time, as I will be in the dentist chair at 10 and not likely to be home in time to do the show at its normal scheduled time. So it'll be uh, posted and up available to anyone that normally uh, finds this channel at 11 o'clock. It just, uh, if you come in at 11 o'clock, there won't be a chat room, which I'll get to uh, eventually. So that's what's happening here. Okay, a couple quick announcements. Uh, Tonight, at six o'clock, I'm going to do a hosted solo cruise show. We'll talk about the December uh, cruise coming up and the January 28th cruise on the Norwegian Epic. So we've got two hosted cruises that we'll talk about tonight. And I'll invite all the folks that are on either of the hosted cruises and all the folks that follow us on Passion for Cruises USA Solos, just to come in and join us tonight as we'll chat a little bit with uh, everybody that's uh, involved. So, uh, headlines today, the lead story this morning is free at last. Hey, Steve, Steve's with us out of Kentucky. Uh, Free at last is the main story this morning. Also today, we've got the MEO and LEO service with Starlink. Of course, a weather update, and I might have a little special thing that just popped up from Carnival. Here, live at 8 a.m. I like doing the show early, though. i tell you that. All right, today is National Double Cheeseburger Day. Yeah, I can deal with double cheeseburgers. Even if I go to McDonald's to get a double cheeseburger, I can deal with double cheeseburgers. So maybe after the dentist, if I'm not all numbed up, I will. uh, Steve wants to know who bought the donuts. (laughs) Nobody's been out to get donuts yet, Steve, unfortunately. 
that's one of the problems with doing a show this early. I had barely have time. Speaking of time, and I'll get back to the show here in a second. The cats normally at normal day, every day of the week, they start in on me at 4 a.m. to feed them at 5 a.m. I refuse to get up and feed them until 5. I feed the cats at 5 a.m. every day, and then I go to work, working on research in the show. That's my normal morning. The one morning I need them to get me up earlier? Hell no. The cats got me up at 6 instead of 5. So I was scurrying around like a fool to get ready to go live here at 8. Thanks, cats. They never do anything you want them to do. Well, if you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome aboard. Uh, And you can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big guys. Just search for travel and cruise industry news. And up pops the fat travel guy. If anytime you're listening to the podcast, if you want to hop over uh, to check out anything on the video feed, there's a link in the description to do just that. That way you can check out pictures, clips, interviews, or whatever the case may be. Uh, don't forget to uh, smash that uh, like button, the thumbs up button. That helps us out. If you haven't subscribed, please consider to do so and take this as my invitation. It doesn't cost anything. helps the channel out a lot. You can hit the bell notification. You'll be notified when I go live or when a new video is posted. Now, we've been following uh, my exploits uh, a bit, not as much as I would have liked uh, due to my schedules, but... uh, uh, my buddy Bethany down in Tampa, who is on the, uh, good morning, Joanne. <clears throat> Joanne's with us also today. Uh, Bethany is on the Crystal Serenity. I can't wait to get her back on the show when she gets back home this next week. So we can do a comparison between Azamara and Crystal. That's something that we have never had a chance to do on this show. Of course, Bethany sells on non-standard cruise ships. Uh, but anyway, uh, last night was actually the last meal in Watterson, which is the main dining room on the Crystal uh, Serenity. And <clears throat> this was... Uh, her appetizer, which was roasted baby beets with pickled berries, goat cheese cream, and honey. I ate, uh, where did I go now? I gotta go to this. <laughs> I did this. And this is the bread bowl, which uh, is a cream soup of selected Italian mushrooms. Served in an oregano bread bowl. Apparently, this is well-loved crystal tradition. And Bethany says it was so very good. All right. Then the next course is, of course, is the one that I would be most interested in. And 
That is the main course, which is pan-fried turbot, butter-poached lobster, smashed chive potatoes, and caviar voulette, valouette, I'm not a caviar person, valoute, valoute, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Let's see, go back to my lessons, valoute, valoute, there we go. Caviar Velaute. Dennis, I hope I did that right. And then, of course, you do have a dessert, which this one is gorgeous, but I kind of found it uh, interesting. This is peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter parfait. Raspberry uh, gelée soft meringue, and caramelized banana. Gorgeous dessert, isn't it? I am really looking forward to getting Beth and me on so we can can compare two quality cruise lines that we normally don't get to talk much about. That's going to make a nice show. All right, let's get the weather knocked out of the way here. The things haven't changed that much as far as the overall general picture. Clearly, there's some movement out there. But this is the Atlantic and uh, tropical storm. uh, Come on, tongue. Let's get it working. Oh, Joanne says she's on Jewel of the Seas in Manhattan. Hope to sail to Greenland tonight. Yeah, if you go south, if you're in Manhattan, by the time it gets there, I'm looking at the map now, you'll have to go south and skirt around the back of the storm, I would think. But be interesting to see what they do, Joanne. All right, Hurricane Lee is accelerating northward over the western Atlantic. Tropical storm conditions expected to bend across begin across parts of coastal New England later today. Currently, it's about 215 miles northwest of Bermuda, 490 miles south-southeast of Nantucket, Massachusetts. Maximum sustained winds are now at 85, so technically it's a Category 1 storm, but that's not the whole story. Uh, Currently, the movement is north at 16 miles an hour. Minimum central pressure is still 957, folks, which is feeding the fact that this thing is immense. Lee will continue to move further away from Bermuda and approach the coast of New England and Atlantic Canada today and Saturday. Lee is expected to turn toward the north-northeast and northeast and move across Atlantic Canada by tomorrow night and Sunday. Little change in strength is expected through tonight. Lee's forecast to become post-tropical and begin weakening by tomorrow, but it is still expected to be a large, dangerous storm when it reaches eastern New England and Atlantic Canada. <clears throat> now, excuse me, uh, hurricane force winds extend outward. This is hurricane force now. So you're looking at you know, 72 miles an hour or higher 
hurricane force winds extend out 105 miles from the center. So if the center is 105 miles to your east and you're along the New England coast, you can still get hurricane force winds where you are. That's virtually unheard of. Tropical storm force winds extend 320 miles from the center. So it now would expand 640 miles, folks, with tropical force winds. That's going to cause all sorts of beach erosion, high tides, rip tides, uh, power outages, trees down. You know, from probably, and I hate to say this, Katie, from Martha's Vineyard on up the coast. So even though it's now a Category 1 storm, this is going to be delivering weather like these folks are just not used to. I still think the landfall is going to be in Nova Scotia. Possibly it could it could have landfall in, in Maine. It depends on this turn to the northeast. But that's been forecast now for about four days. So I'm thinking that pretty much is going to happen. All right, that's Hurricane Lee. All of you guys, be safe. Don't do anything silly in this. There's going to be power lines down. You know, a lot of the deaths causing storm come from people going out and trying to do things too fast when they're still flooding and stuff around and down power lines. They electrocute themselves. So just, you know, be safe, people. This is, you know, Florida's used to to this. They might not be used to a storm this big, but they're used to it. You guys in New England are just not used to this. Yeah, you get some storms. You get northeasterns that are pretty bad. But this is a whole different world, folks. Just just be, be safe. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm worried to death about that. All right. Margo is now a tropical storm, so it's downgraded. We projected that yesterday. It's about 645 miles west of the Azores, down to 70 miles an hour. That's a good sign. Uh, present movement, it's east-southeast at 3 miles an hour. Minimum pressure is still 984, but it's rising. Uh, and this is going to be this is going to be a strange a strange of, uh, occurrence here with Margot. It's drifting toward the East southeast right now at three miles an hour. That means it's not moving very fast. And it's expected to make a slow clockwise loop during the next day or two. It's going to make a complete circle out there, folks. Then a faster northeastward motion forecast by Monday, and it should blow on away then. And it's going to continue weakening during the weekend. So you know, it'll be gone probably by Monday. <coughs> All right. Sip a Diet Coke. Wet pipes. All right. Down the, the <coughs> southern part of the Atlantic. <coughs> Excuse me. 
showers and thunderstorms have become more concentrated in association <clears throat> with a broad low pressure area located midway between Cabo Verde Islands and the Lesser Antilles. <clears throat> Environmental conditions remain conducive for additional development, and this <clears throat> system is expected to become a tropical depression within the next day or so while it moves west-northwestward about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And this thing is going to get stronger. It's definitely heading to hurricane strength. 90% chance in the next 48 hours and an additional 90% chance over the next seven days. We've got to watch this one, folks. This could be a major system coming right across. <clears throat> we'll see if we get that north turn that the both Lee and Margot have undergone, but you got to be aware that this one could come right down the alley. And finally, out in the Pacific, our storm that's going nowhere continues to be a storm going nowhere. A broad area of low pressure located well to the west-southwest of the southern tip of Baja Peninsula continues to produce thunders and uh, showers and thunderstorms with some signs of organization. Environmental conditions appear conducive for further development of the system. A tropical depression is likely to form during the next day or so, while it moves generally west-northwestward about 10 miles an hour over the western portion of the eastern Pacific Basin. 90% chance again on both the next 72 or 48 hours and the next seven days. <clears throat> so it's probably going to become a hurricane. It's probably going to spin around out there and not hurt anybody. At least I don't see it affecting anybody. All right. I'll be back with a couple of stories. Again, there wasn't a whole lot of news this morning, but a couple of stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And the top story this morning is free at last. You know, we've talked about this all week. Sunstone, the Miami-based owner of Ocean Explorer, confirmed its ship has been successfully assisted off its grounding by Terra Jacques, a Greenland research vessel involved in several earlier attempts to refloater. 
Ocean Explorer, which ran aground Monday in the remote uh, uh, area of uh, Greenland, was awaiting the arrival of the Royal Danish Navy's um, nude Rasmussen, which was not due until late today, local time. Uh, <clears throat> there's uh, not been any injuries of to a crew or passengers and no pollution to the environment, no breach of the hull, according to Sunstone's statement. We'd like to thank our charterer, Aurora Expedition, as well as all their passengers for an excellent cooperation in this unexpected and difficult circumstance. The vessel and its passengers will now be positioned to a port where the vessel's bottom damages can be assessed and the passengers will be taken to a port from which they can be flown back home. There's not many uh, airports in uh, northern stretches of Greenland. That just doesn't happen. Uh, but there's, I'm sure there's some place. Maybe they can fly off the ice. I don't know. I've never been there. All right, in a kind of a positive story, I guess, I, again, I'm not technical enough to understand all this. Cruise operators now have access to an integrated satellite connectivity solution that combines low-latency, high-thoroughput services from both Starlink's Low Earth Orbit, LEO, and SCS Medium Earth Orbit, as jointly announced by the two companies. This collaborative offering known as SES Cruise Empowered plus Starlink is seamlessly integrated, marketed, and delivered by SES. It leverages the strength of both MEO and LEO orbits to deliver continuous high-speed and secure connectivity to cruise ships and their passengers regardless of the voyage routes or locations. Cruise operators can benefit from SES innovative solution which merges Starlink's globally expansive high-thoroughput LEO network with SES high-performing MEO constellation. This integration enhances existing capacity and coverage, resulting in an unparalleled experience for guests and crew. Now, I've just got one question about this. You know, for a long time, we have thought that eventually Starlink could possibly become a free or a very inexpensive solution to Wi-Fi on cruise ships. It is so much less expensive than the current systems they were using. Now, this is telling me that they're integrating with one of those expensive systems. Is that going to keep the costs up? I mean, one of the one of the main things was to get better service at a cheaper price. <coughs> I'm a little hazy on on that one. All right, there is one other story this morning that broke <coughs> literally just before we went on the air from our friends over at Cruise Hive. Yeah, you know, we had a story about 
missing man on a on the carnival conquest. A recent photo, uh, a recent video posted by a guest who was on the ship has raised questions about how Carnival Cruise Line dealt with the disappearance of a fellow passenger. The video has garnered significant attention, amassing 653,000 views on TikTok. That's not easy to do, folks. I've only done it once. I had one a TikTok video that hit a million too, but I've only done it once. So the video was posted by Jen Lyles. It went viral after sharing her experience on Conquest with 653,000 views, 50,000 likes, 2,000 comments. Her video struck a nerve. Lyles was on the same cruise when Kevin McGrath went missing and decided to vocalize her concern on social media. She questioned the cruise line's communication strategies. I was on the Carnival Cruise with a guy who went missing. To be clear, I don't know him. His name was Kevin McGrath. I've never met him, but I was on the ship, and it's weird that no one has been alerted. Lyles also highlighted the need for more proactive communication from Carnival Cruise Line. Despite receiving an email survey asking her to rate her cruise experience, Lyle received no corresponding response alerting her about the missing guest. <clears throat> Lyle's continues to state that she uh, only found out about McGrath being missing when she was scrolling through her phone. Like I found out he was missing on the news, on Yahoo News, scrolling. I was like, oh my goodness, that was the ship I was on. Is this what happens when you go missing on a cruise ship? Of course, the facts on the case. Kevin McGrath was last seen on September 4th around 2 a.m. aboard the Carnival Conquest, which had just returned from a three-night cruise to Bimini in the Bahamas. McGrath was not accounted for during standard debarkation procedures, and his absence was reported approximately 7 a.m. that morning. Interesting that people on the ship didn't even know about it. I wonder why. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show. We're going to quick, quickly, but come on, tongue. Yeah, and my tongue's uh, over my eye teeth, and I can't see what I'm saying this morning. We're going to go over to the chat room to see who got out of bed this early. Mike, Steve, Joanne. Looks like that's it. <laughs> Joanne's hoping for smooth sailing. Yeah. Uh, it's We're going to have to see. I mean, still, you're going to be dealing with the butt end of the storm. But keep in mind, it's still really big. Well, there's Katie. She didn't make it. Hi, Katie. <clears throat> yeah, Joanne, when you sail, I'm sure you guys are going to have to go way south to get around it and then head up toward Greenland, I'm guessing. I have a feeling your itineraries might get changed. 
but that's purely a guess on my part. All right, guys, let's go over the schedule again. This will be posted and online for our 11 o'clock viewers. They're going to come in and say, where's Chili? Oh, yeah, he was going to the dentist. Uh, I'm heading to the dentist shortly. The uh, I'll be back live at 6 o'clock tonight to talk about hosted solo cruises. You guys are all invited to come join me. As I mentioned on the show yesterday, I think it was, uh, one of our regular guests has requested uh, pricing for uh, a couple's on one of my solo cruises. I got no problem with that. And if you should do that uh, with a double occupancy cabin, I'll get you the price on it. It's a pretty decent price, pretty decent deal. I'll be happy to get you the price and you'll be included in my groups. That might not be done by other hosts, but in my groups, you'll be included in everything we do. So, uh, but that's the way I roll on this. So, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it tonight. If you, any of you are interested in the epic, epic in uh, January, uh, let's talk about it uh, tonight. So, uh, Joanne says we think so too. If we go to Greenland, we will be shocked. Yeah, because because that storm still that's going to get up there and then turn over toward Greenland. Uh, you know that could be another several days in that vicinity with as big as it is. A lot of it depends on the speed. A lot of it depends on how much dissipation there is. I don't know. It'll be interesting at at best. But anyway, Joanne, stay safe out there. Be careful if you get into rocking seas. You know, use that old three-point thing. Always have three of your uh, legs and arms touching something when you get into a storm. That's always the safe way to go. So, all right, guys, I'll see everybody back here at six o'clock tonight. And when I get back from the dentist, I'll start promoting tonight and get all the links and stuff out. Hasn't been done yet. Thanks to the cats, not getting me up on time this morning. So that's the way it goes. All right. That's going to wrap us up for today, guys. You guys all have a fantastic weekend. I'll be following all the stories this weekend. So who knows? I might be going live at any time. Uh, and for now, everybody, stay safe. Stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a phenomenal day, everybody. See you, some, see you tonight at 6 or sometime this weekend. Or Monday. Who knows? Have a great weekend, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.
My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.